0: Episode seventy-five. Wanted to give a quick shout out to my friend Alex Sheridan, who is the, uh, the the guy who is on Business EQ podcast. You need to check that out on Apple iPod and other places. Uh, that that uh, that podcast is one of the best ones that I have run across, as far as just uh, real. Uh, be you know a guy that's being really uh transparent being real about life and and leadership and sales and uh and i keep telling him i said man you have a great radio voice but anyhow uh, alex shout out to you my friend uh business eq check him out there on the apple itunes uh on list and other places here on anchor and so forth but uh alex basically uh gave me a shout out and i love getting uh, ideas from my listeners but he, he said hey man uh, I know you talk a lot about um, you know business, and you talk to entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs you know people that are looking to break into the entrepreneur world and and start a business or or maybe they 've been running a business for a while and they 're just trying to make things happen a little bit better a little more efficiently effectively. He said, but you know i 'm just curious how do you help someone make that transition from employee? Entrepreneur, and you know that is a really, really good uh, question, because there are a ton of people out there that want to start a business, or they have that entrepreneurial bug within them, uh, and I call that a good bug, by the way. Um, and they're, they're like, man, I got, I've got this idea, or I want to go find an idea, and I just, man, I don't know what to do. I'm in this job. I hate. I'm miserable. Listen, I totally totally get it. Um, there, there was a time in my life where I worked in corporate America, and trust me, I have worked for some big, multi-billion dollar uh, companies, and I've walked all, worked all the way down to uh, small mom and pop companies and everything in between. Over my 25 years in business, I've, I've worked professionally, either as an employee or as a consultant for these companies. So I get it when you're an employee somewhere sitting in what you know Dilbert calls the cubicle farm and you and you go in and, and it's the same thing every day and you don't really feel appreciated and well you're reduced down to you know your your goals and your KPIs and all that and you're just miserable, right? And you're like I, I need out of this. I, I'm tired of being chained at the desk but I don't know how to break loose. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it, it can be done, but you're going to work the hardest you've ever worked in your life to break free from the situation you're in. Because here's the reality. You're making an income right now. I don't know what that is, but I, I'm going to tell you the other day, I was reading an article about how they define what the middle class Is and they defined it by annual income. Okay, lower middle class. (laughs) This is a little scary. Lower middle class is around a hundred thousand dollars a year. That's lower middle class. Can you believe that? Lower middle class is around hundred. They said upper middle class is around one hundred and eighty. Now I I find that astonishing. That that that. Middle class is defined by about one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year annual. Okay, it's incredible. Roughly one hundred forty-five, one hundred fifty thousand, somewhere in there, is is considered solid middle class. And they're talking about how that middle class is shrinking. So that means that if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably you alone. Now, if you have a spouse or significant other that is, that you're combining incomes with, maybe you're hitting the the middle uh, middle class somewhere in in that spectrum. But if you—if it's just you by yourself, and you're lucky enough to be making, you know, seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year just by yourself, you're not middle class. Now you're sitting there saying, "Well, I'm already depressed enough, Doctor Foster. I mean, come on. I—I I, I hate my job. I hate what I'm doing. And now you're telling me that I'm not even middle class. This is true. This is why you need to break free, right? So, so here is my advice to you. Do not, if you can, uh, get around this. Do not leave your job today. Don't quit unless you know that you can make a million dollars tomorrow, or that you can double your income tomorrow. Because if you're making eighty thousand dollars a year, you need to make you need to be making one hundred sixty thousand dollars, uh, you know, starting or to to be able to leave your job. And and I use the figure double. Okay, because here, here's, here's what I know. If you're gonna go out into the world as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, and you cannot double your current income, now if you're in a two income household, that means you have to double what the two income household is, okay? And, and you're saying, well, wait a minute. Now you're saying I need to be making $300,000 a year to quit my job, yeah. And here's the reason why. I'm just gonna give you very simple terms. When you become uh, an employee of yourself, when you become an entrepreneur, you start paying into the payroll taxes, okay? So, imagine that you are paying yourself $80,000 a year. Now, if you look at your pay stub, you'll see that there are FICA taxes and other taxes that are going to your state, uh, going to the feds, and so... Those taxes are now going to be coming out of your pocket. You need to be paying into, uh, sorry, there's a motorcycle running next to me, of all things. You need to be paying into the Social Security system. I realize that Social Security may not be there for you. I don't even imagine it's going to be there for me. And I don't really care. Because I'm doing everything in, in my power not to have to rely on Social Security when I get there. But here's my point all those taxes that your employer's paying on your behalf right now, uh, which is probably about 30% of their payroll, 25, 30% of their payroll goes to these different taxes, that's now coming out of your pocket. So that means that 30% of whatever income you have now comes out of your pocket. So if you're making $100,000 a year and 30% is now coming out, guess what? You're back to $70,000, right? Okay, you see where I'm going with this? So I think that you should safely be able to double your income before or as you're leaving, exiting the corporate world. The other reason why I want to see a solid income is because that means you have a solid business base. That means that your business is clicking along. You've worked out some of the kinks and the bugs and so forth, and you're making some good money. Now, here's the challenge. There are some businesses... Where you cannot side hack, you cannot side, do side side work uh, because it's just very labor intensive. So if you want to start a landscaping company, let's say, which is extremely labor intensive, and you're currently working a corporate desk job, there's no way Monday through Friday that you can be out uh, mowing grass and and you know slinging mulch if you're sitting at a desk, right? Because that's labor intensive. But if if you're in a position where you can start a side business. A side hack is what we call it uh, affectionately. You, you can actually start making really good money and supplement your income. And then at some point, that income, that supplemental income will overtake your current income. Now, here, here is my baseline. When you're making as much money as you currently are in your current job, that's when you start making plans to transition. But you don't stop working. You have to keep making the income and keep it flowing because then you're gonna to have to start paying uh, for your health insurance, you're gonna to to start paying your taxes, uh, you know, payroll taxes and, and the like. And so there's a lot of stuff that's getting ready to come out of your pocket when you go self-employed. And you're like, well, nobody ever told me that before. I was like, yeah, I know no one told you that. That's why I'm telling you that, right? So here's how you make that transition. You have to be in a place financially where you're stable. Okay, that, that is the ultimate what needs to happen before you make the decision to pull the plug and go work for yourself. Now, a lot of times people will say, well, I'll go out and get a business loan for $500,000 and we'll just launch this sucker and we'll go and I'll make money hand over fist. You know, honestly, uh, it takes three to five years to get a business going Solid, so that uh, you know you know you're not going to go out of business. And, and honestly, within the three to five years, fifty percent of the businesses out there fail. And so, don't don't take it for granted that you can get yourself a loan, and uh, and then you're set. No, that isn't how. And, and besides that, when you get yourself a loan, the minute you start drawing those funds down is the minute interest starts accruing. So, I would avoid getting loans as much as possible. I Listen, I have done everything in my power to um, build my business on a bootstrap. Basically, a shoestring budget. I have done everything possible to not go into debt for freedom. And I think you should too. Now, when, when you have built your business on the side and again you're going to work your butt off here. I mean there is no ifs ands buts around it. You're going to work your tail off to make this happen, but the question I have for you is how hard how much do you want that freedom from the corporate job? If you truly want to be released from that corporate prison that you feel you're in, you're going to have to work your tail off. For that freedom. Nobody's going to hand it to you. It's not It's not going to happen overnight. So you have to set in your mind that you're going to work really hard. And oh, by the way, if you have a spouse or a significant other who has not bought into this idea, it could take you even longer to make this happen. Because now you're you're having to work against the tide of someone who doesn't want you doing this. Or, or whatever, and so you have to have buy-in from everyone in your household, including your kids. They have to know that mommy or daddy is going to work a couple extra hours tonight. Now listen, I have a friend who I've known for, uh, gosh, I've known this person since 2006, and his name's Ed, he's a good friend of mine, we met at church a number of years ago, back when I was living in Tennessee. And Ed, Ed is eight years older than me. Good friend. Ed, if you're listening, shout out to you. Hope you're doing well today. Ed, Ed's eight, eight years older than me. And he came to me about a year ago and he's like, dude, I need out of this corporate prison. And I was like, well, you're going to have to find a business that you can run. Well, long story short, he figured out a way to um, make a lot of money on eBay. And now he's starting to teach other people how to do it. Because people are coming to him and saying, hey, can you show me how to do this? And so now he's making money, not only doing what he did, but he's making money uh, showing people how to do it. Now, he's still in the corporate world. He's been doing this for real, seriously, for about six months now. And he, and he told me the other day, we were talking on the phone the other day, and he said, dude, I'm making thousands of dollars while I'm sleeping, and I'm like that is really cool. And he's doing all this on about 25 hours a week. So when all of his, you know, kids go to bed at night and his, his wife, you know, goes to bed, he stays up for another two to three hours. So he, you know, he he told me he's he probably works till about 10 11 o'clock at night, uh, doing his business. And then, and, and then, you know, on top of that, he's teaching other people how to do this. And so the long and short of it is he, he has, is finding a way, and he's already starting to supplement his income, and the plan is that when he doubles his income of what he's currently making under his current job, he is going to retire from that job. He's not retiring from the world. He's, he's retiring from the job so that he can go run his business and teach other people how to do this. So, if you want to know how to transition from a corporate job to working for yourself, you're going to have to have a plan. That's that's how you do it. You have to create a plan, and that plan has to include what it is you're going to do for income. It's going to have to include um, a time frame that you would like to build that business, and you know you're going to have to have markers like you know matching your income, doubling your income. And and uh, you're going to have to work really hard. And, and you're going to have to have buy-in from all the people around you. And you're going to have to say no to a lot of things. And you're going to have to skip a lot of things. I'm, I'm not meaning skip birthdays and anniversaries and things like that. What I'm saying is, is when your buddy calls you and says, hey, let's go hang out at the sports bar and drink beer and watch the game, you might have to say, no, I I need to work my business And that's not to say you're not going to watch the game. You probably will watch the game while you're working your business. But the point I'm making is you're going to have to say no to a lot of things. Say no to those type of things, but don't say no to the important things. Like, don't say no to your family where possible. Don't say no to your spouse or your significant other. Don't say no to your kids. Don't say no to your health. Get your butt into the gym on a regular basis and work out. But if you're going to find yourself transitioning from corporate world to working for yourself you're going to have to do that now i i'm going to give you another piece that was for me as a as a uh, christian i did a lot of praying now you might say well that's not for me okay you don't have to listen to this part but there were days i was like god if you don't want me to do this you know put a close the door put a stumbling block in the way I'm gonna tell you from a Christian perspective, when you seek God's um feedback on things, He will honor that by uh by showing you the way. Okay, and I and I don't mean to get deep in the weeds with this. But I, I believe faith plays a lot in this process as well. And that's what you're gonna get from me, you know, when you listen to my stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the truth. Uh, not just from a worldly perspective, but from what I believe to be a uh, spiritual perspective. And try not to be too preachy about it, okay? So listen, thank you, Alex, for um, for this idea. Uh, this is something that I want to dig deeper into over time. I know I gave you a 100,000-foot level of this because I wanted to keep this short in a podcast. I don't like to go over 20 minutes in these podcasts, guys. So I'm Dr. Foster, and I'm the success coach with MaximumChange.com. And if you need help with this or you need help with anything else or, you, or you're looking to get some university-level training without the cost, go over to my website, MaximumChange.com. Check out my Master Academy. It's 97 bucks a month, and you get all sorts of training uh, and, and uh, access to me through uh, a mastermind and some other things. So check that out. And if you have any questions, you, know, you can reach out to me through our website. And by the way, if you like this podcast, would you please share it? maybe press the like button somewhere, share it, let your friends know about it. uh, Because I I think that that I'm hoping that I talk about things that resonate with you and make sense to you and are helpful to you. Hope you have a great day. See you later.